It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Marcus and Sandy. Welcome to the podcast. Off the air, more banter, less filter. What up? What's happening? I don't think it's going to be balls hot today, so that's good. No, dude. A couple days ago, though, even even on the coast, we were out in the backyard having a picnic, and about five minutes into it, I'm like, it's hot out here. How hot was it? I mean, 75, 76. <laughs> what? I know you only asked just so you could clown me. I Well, I thought it was going to be above that. Nope, that's hot for us. You don't I think know it was like, like 85, 90, and 100 for most of the rest of the What's Bay it like area? in your apartment right now? Um, well, today's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Usually around 80 when I get home. Okay. I don't know what's normal anymore. I really don't. Uh, what else are we talking about today? There is a new, and I don't want to go back to the eclipse, but there is a new set of medical emergencies that have happened as a result of the eclipse that you don't know about yet. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about that. Also, they just found 6,000-year-old wine in, uh, in Sicily. 6,000-year-old okay. wine. I also want to talk about how people think I'm a cyclist now because I cycle sometimes Mm -hmm. and how it makes me feel awkward. A pro athlete. Yeah. That's what I always call you. Uh, Where do we start? Oh, so the new medical condition that they are seeing popping up in hospitals because of the eclipse is that apparently people um, are coming in because they didn't have any of the glasses. So instead they decided to just spray spray the sunscreen directly on their eyeballs. Oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is a true story. I am not making this up. I don't it believe is it. Not a joke. People literally sprayed sunblock on their eyeballs. There were at least a half dozen cases. I can't, Marcus. I have nothing to say because that's so dumb. <laughs> I have no reaction. I'm just telling you it's real. I don't I'm just think telling it's real. You it's real. When you get it on the nationalenquire.com, it might not be real. Okay, fine. Wait for your mom to tell me then. Okay. Uh, what else? I want, cycling? Should we talk about cycling? Well, no, because you're just going to say the same thing you always do and make a stupid joke about how I'm an athlete and you know I'm not and I know I'm not. Ha ha. Can we have a new joke? Thanks. I thought it was our running joke on the show. I know, but that's all you ever say. You go ahead and I'll think of some new I would. I don't even want to joke about it. I just want to say I'm in a weird position where I did this event in June mm-hmm. and I still cycle sometimes. I'm doing one more just to get out of the way. And now people think I know what I'm doing and they invite me to all their events. And I feel weird because like, I don't consider myself a cyclist at all. And I feel like a fraud because I'm like, just because I put a helmet on and ride my bike, don't think I'm one of you. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm yeah, doing. But you ride your bike for hella miles. I mean, you did a hundred miles in Tahoe. Only because is- I have to. Well, that I, I trained for. But you know, if you train for any event, what are you, an, are you, an expert just because you, you do it once? You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I'm living proof of that, let's uh, be honest. <laughs> I just feel weird when they ask, because I've had several people like, you should do this ride, you should do this ride, come out to this. And then last night, this cyclist I met through uh, this event I'm doing a uh, comedy for, mm-hmm. he's like, his last line really threw me off. He said, I, anything I can do to help a fellow cyclist out. Mm. And it's just one of those weird things where... I don't consider myself a cyclist, but does it look like I am to the rest of the world because I do it like a couple times a week? How many miles do you have to put in to be considered a cyclist? Or do you mentally literally have to consider yourself a cyclist before you're a cyclist? I don't know. 
I just don't know how to relate to people who actually love it. Yeah. I like it a lot sometimes, but really, I just enjoy eating after I'm done. That's all I really That's like. That's motiva- the motivation. I yeah. get that. I get that. You know, similarly, um, I did a couple of, uh, of food events for charity where mm-hmm. I actually got in the kitchen and cooked. And I was in the kitchen one time. I think I was cleaning crab, and I'd been doing it for five or six hours, and somebody called me chef. And I Isn't was wearing that like my, your greatest dream ever? It was. I was wearing my little chef coat, and I was and I was cleaning crab, and I had put together some little amuse bouches. And look, I've spent wait. A, slow down. What the hell is an amuse bouche? You don't know what an amuse bouche? No, is? I don't know what the hell that is. It literally, I don't know the direct translation, but it's the bite, the appetizer bite before your first course. So you walk in, somebody hands you a spoon that has like maybe a little tartare on it, and it's garnished with some. Uh, this is a way too fancy of an event. Like, I don't know what event you're talking it's about. It's a fancy word. But Unless it's a mozzarella stick. I don't know what kind of apps. <laughs> so this is an app before an app. Like Correct. Like a little bite. Correct. So on amuse your level bouche. at BJ's Brewhouse, the amuse-bouche would be, you know, the prosciutto-wrapped melon ball that they serve you before okay. the poo-poo platter That's all I need. Out. I just need you to explain it in real terms. <laughs> it's one bite means. that opens your palate. It's okay, called an amuse-bouche. It. It's French. Okay. Bouge is not short for bougie, although it might as it well really be. It really should be, though, let's be honest. <laughs> but anyway, so this guy, was he said, uh, is it okay if I work next to your station chef? And I turned to him, and I was going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, you've like, mistaken me for someone else. But it felt so good, and it felt so right. Well, that's you love cooking, though. I do. Like, that's your thing. But I'm not a chef. Yeah. I'm not trained. Hey, when you're wearing that damn hat, you are. The, the toque and the coat, that's all I need. But I, but again, I'm like you, I felt like a fraud. I was like, he's going to find out. He's going to check <laughs> me for burn marks, and I'm not going to have any. I actually was supposed to ride with someone yesterday who I've never met. I'm doing her charity event. Uh, she's doing the AIDS Life Cycle, uh-huh. which is that seven-day event. Uh, and it's a charity comedy show, so I'm headlining that uh, September 16th. And I've never met her, but she's a coach. So not only is she really good, but she's really into it. Mm. And I had so much anxiety about meeting her because I'm so slow. Like, I feel like I need to have a disclaimer, like, can we just do lunch instead? Like, <laughs> I don't want to meet with you because I don't want you to have to slow down to my speed. It's not a real speed. I'm just recreational. There's something to be said for that. Again, not to go back to the same point of reference, but I, I feel like I'm a re- recreational cook. Two things that I have going in my favor. A, our friend Francisco, who owned Flavor, who is a chef, mm-hmm. after I cleaned crab for 10 hours, he goes, you've earned your stripes. Oh, that's nice. So that was nice. And then B, I made it last night, and I contend I have the best clam chowder on the coast side at my house. The one you left out on the counter The one today? that I left <laughs> out on the counter last night, and now it's completely ruined. But... I. The thing is, I put so much love in the food, I know it's good. Why isn't there a clam chowder cook-off? Don't they do that like chili cook-offs? Maybe that's my calling. Chi- Maybe I you think, should do a clam chowder. I feel like, like chili cook-offs are played out. No, they're still good, but nobody's ever done a clam chowder cook-off. And if you really think it's the best, how can we how can we make the world know about it? I feel like a lot of times, uh, you, some people put in too much celery into their clam chowder. Some people put too much rosemary in their clam chowder. Some people... Well, what's the secret thing then? What's the You just key? have to have the balance. Mm. You have to taste a little bit of smoky bacon. Okay. With a little bit of herb, whether it's thyme or rosemary, whatever your pleasure is. With the right amount of creaminess. With the right amount of potato chunk. With the right amount of... You want to taste the clam juice. So in addition to just dropping clams in there, you also put uh, a clam, like uh, like clam broth. Mm. So give it that 
sense of the ocean. P.S. Mm. I've never had Manhattan clam chowder, and That's I don't ever stuff. want to. You know what you do is, I know you like to go to Sam's, and their clam chowder is all right. Mine's better. Uh, you ask for the half and half. That's half creamy and half red. That's half Manhattan and half okay, New England. Maybe I could do that. Maybe. And there's something magical. Two two combos you need to check out is um, next time you see someplace that has Manhattan and um, New England clam chowder on the menu, ask for a mix of both. Okay. Okay. Tell me you want half and half. And then, have you ever been to, is it Duarts in uh, Pescadero? Yes. You've been there. Mm-hmm. You know they have artichoke soup mm-hmm. and the green chili soup. Mm-hmm. Combo. Combo that too. I have. You have? Yes, only because someone t- somebody told me to. What did you think? I loved it. It's delicious. I think that's a bucket list item in the <laughs> Bay. I really do. That actually got on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, didn't it? Probably. By the way, there's a new guy. I have to find out his name. There's a new guy that's doing the, uh, what is that show Adam hosted? Oh, uh, Man V Food? Yeah, Man versus Food. And uh, You can I was only like... do that show for so long before you drop dead. Seriously. I mean, honestly. Uh, yeah, and I Adam know. knows it, and all those competitive eaters know it. I don't know how Joey Chestnut does it. I don't. I know that kid Matt Stoney. Remember we were. Uh, Have you seen it? This is the new guy. I, I forgot his name. Oh no! But he looked. That guy looks like he could eat. Yeah, he looks like he's into it. So Matt Stoney, in between, he's another competitive eater out of San Jose. But mm-hmm. in between all of his matches, he just does protein shakes and works out all. Oh the time. really? My I don't know were, how your body doesn't completely like vomit it all out when you're putting all that into your. My numbers system. would be through the roof. Yeah. Between the diabetes and the high blood pressure and the and the what's the other thing? Cholesterol. My God. Anyway. Yeah. That's what I was actually telling Jenna. You were, I don't know where you were this morning, but like, this is the problem when you train for something and mm-hmm. then like all the snacks that are labored, labeled as fuel mm-hmm. when they're sweet. Who's to say they're not just snacks at that point? I feel like you have to eat one and then immediately jump on the road. Otherwise, it just turns into fat. Well, or what do you do if you're in your house and you're hungry and then you've got right. these peanut butter and jelly protein bars and then you're like, damn it. Dude, when I go into the little store here at work and I see. Pe- it's peanut butter crisp cliff bars they are so delicious i know but i know they're built for actual athletes like <laughs> i am i'm supposed to be tom cruise in mission impossible after eating one of those right like, you can't just eat one and then come back in here and sit bet your fat ass back down again no you have to actually do something no about you it. have to do something all this food talk is getting me all fired up <laughs> i like it i like it uh let's see they found six thousand year old wine where in sicily Okay. In Italy. How is it even still like existing? I don't it's understand. It's traces. It's not like they can cork a jug and, and have some. What if it's just some. like a remnant of a grape? But I'm trying to figure out like who discovered the process. Did did it happen naturally and somebody just tasted it and went and, oh, I feel funny inside. You know, like who, like dis- the first, who are the first who people that got drunk? Who discovered winemaking? How do you discover winemaking? You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess how do you discover anything? I don't really fully understand how wine is made. I know you crush grapes and sure. then there's a whole other thing and I don't really care. I just want to get drunk. You crush grapes and then you ferment. So my thought was like, and I know the dinosaurs weren't around, but was it some wild animal that just stepped over a bunch of grapes, uh, you know, effectively crushing them. And then they hung out for a while in a receptacle and then it rained on them. And then somebody came by and sipped it and then went, oh, oh. I don't even know. 6,000 years, you said? 6,000 years ago. Hmm. That's a, that's 4,000. Is that not 4,000 BC? I mean, that's a long I'm not the person asked about history. <laughs> there are certain things you just don't talk to me about because I'm not qualified to even have an answer. 
My thing is like wine doesn't even last in my house for two weeks. Like, but that's who, what you love. Who put this away for 6,000 years? That's when it was discovered, you said. I'm just saying. They okay. made it 6,000 years ago. It was just recently discovered. Oh, well, that just proves that people wanted to get drunk even back in the old days when things weren't complicated. I'll tell you what. Um, that's all I have for today. I just had those two. I wanted to talk about the lady that, uh, that adopted the frog that she found in the salad that she bought. At a, I don't even want to say the supermarket, but she found a frog in her salad. Like a real living frog. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up adopting it. And I and I and I want to tell you about it right now, but I want to talk about it on the air tomorrow more. Oh, okay. Can we talk about it on the air tomorrow instead? Uh, yeah, we are. I think we already scheduled it for tomorrow. 6.25 tomorrow morning. Worst nightmare, by the way, to find anything living in my food. P.S. She was a vegetarian. Oof. And she was about to Thank finish her gosh, salad. Thank eat it. And it, it literally emerged covered in tahini dressing. Oh, the poor frog. And she hosed it off. And that, that's all I'm going to tell you because the rest of it is ridiculous. <sighs> anyway. That's always weird when you find, I haven't, or I would remember if I had, but if uh-huh. you find something in your food, like at what point do you say, I'm sending this back? Do you just tough it out? You know, like when you drop something on the floor, uh-huh. what's the l- length of time it could be on the floor before you're like, I'm still going to have it or I'm not going to even try? A, it depends on what it is. Mm. Is it sticky? Because if it's sticky, then it probably picks something up off the floor. Mm-hmm. B, is my floor clean-ish? Right. Um, C, how long has it been? D, who's watching? <laughs> how hard am I going to get judged for picking this up off the ground? Right, right, right. And then if you're a parent, the length of time doubles. What's up? Producer Jenna has... Make sure her, yeah. So you got a thought on this? Okay, no, I, this happened to me the other day. Mm-hmm. So I went, it was my cheat day. Hold on, okay. finish eating first. Cause Sorry, I had to say something. It was my cheat day, and I'm really hungry on my cheat days. I got a piece of toffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one piece. Mm-hmm. I dropped it in the parking lot of a, gr- a grocery store. Oh, boy. And I picked it up and I ate it. Because is... it was your one piece. What was I supposed to do? The parking lot of a grocery store, yes. is, that's really low on my wood pickup. I'm really sorry. How many seconds? How many seconds? I mean, it was... Maybe a couple seconds. I picked that thing up so quick, and I didn't even know I dropped it. Science it, says it doesn't matter, by the way. And so. I looked around, and I don't care if somebody was watching me or not. I stuck that thing right in my mouth, and that I is enjoyed a woman. every second of yep. it. So I had to share. Yep. I've eaten uh, half-eaten food that my daughter leaves on her plate just because I don't want to waste food. She's literally taken a bite out of three separate chicken wings and then just left them there, and I went, I can't waste But that. that's not dirty. That's just not all the way eaten. And then uh, if she drops something on the ground... I'll pick it up, dust it off, and give it back to her. Like, I don't even worry about it. <laughs> Marcus doesn't eat it, but he'll just give it back uh, to her. Sometimes I'll eat it, depending on what it is. But then sometimes I'm like, I don't want to waste food. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, you have to assess. You have to assess right away. Like, again, all my factors. Who's watching? How long has it been? A grocery store parking lot. I don't know, You know bro. what my thought was, too? I'm like, maybe God doesn't want me to have it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's my it. cheat day. I don't I care, God. It. Not today. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Uh, oh, finally... On the wheel of fortune of whether or not coffee is good for you, it has now fallen on the coffee is good for you again. Oh, was it bad and now it's good again? Sometimes, you know, you read and coffee has chemicals. It's bad for you. But coffee has this, but it's good for you. Oh, but what about this? It's bad for you. So they say that um, people, I can't believe this, people that drink at least four cups of coffee a day have a 64% less chance of dying than people that How many cups? Four. Do you know the high blood pressure associated with four cups of coffee? I mean... I don't want to be around anybody who drinks four cups of coffee. I just started back up again, and I'm trying to limit myself to one every other day. And that's even that's hard. It mm-hmm. is an addiction, man. It's so easy to just keep drinking. 
I do one small cup a day. If I find if I do more you than you've done more than that, I was just. About, don't you do double caps? And no, I here. Where's my cup still here? On the days that I go to the cafe, I get one small drip coffee. Okay, and it's about that big. I mean, it's not really small. It's it's you know it's eight ounces or whatever. Um, I found that if I do more than one coffee or cappuccino per day, I start getting sweaty and like. <laughs> start getting really jittery. So you don't know this, but when, when I do get it out of the machine here at work, the first one is extra strong. And then the second one, I literally make it weak. I just want to drink something hot. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's comforting, right? It, oh, that first cup of coffee is genius. Or the first sip when you get your latte, especially on a cold morning. Or Yesterday, I was going to go. I, it was like 730 and mm-hmm. I was going to go to Starbucks and get a decaf something like mm-hmm. either decaf coffee or decaf tea and do some writing. Right. And I was like, Sandy, you don't need to be starting your work at like almost eight o'clock out of your house. So maybe I'll go to my house. How about why can't you just have tea at your house? So then I got home and I was sitting there. I'm like, it's just not the same. It's just really not. There's something about tea that just bores me. I know. It, it's really Plus boring. Plus being at home. Like I just, it's just not the same at home. Like yeah. I can't get comfortable. I'm not, a, I feel in a different zone when I'm in a coffee shop, like writing. When I went home to Salinas over the weekend, there is a coffee shop there. It's an independent coffee shop called the Cherry Bean. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you know about Salinas, but it's literally, it's a lot like Fresno in that there is a apartment complex and or a convenience store on every corner or a major name brand. We have a lot of those shopping centers that are like, Bed Bath and Beyond mm-hmm. and Target and, and, and Starbucks and name but but independent stores are really hard to come by. So this place Cherry Bean opened up when I was a junior in high school, and it was the mecca for guys like me who didn't really fit into town. Because in Salinas you're either a cowboy or a gangster; those are your two choices as a guy, right? Mm-hmm. There were some skaters too, but. To be like a drama nerd was not the thing. So when they opened up the independent coffee shop, all of a sudden, all of the theater types came out of nowhere and we would all congregate You had there. a place. You had yeah, a home. we had a place. Well, it's still around. And so every time I go home, I go in there and get a cup of coffee because it just makes me happy. And I walked in there on a Sunday morning, completely dead in Old Town Salinas. And I walked in, and I swear to God, they were playing Depeche Mode. Wow. And I was like, what year is it? <laughs> it didn't It didn't change. No. I rolled up to the counter. I got my coffee. And I said, by the way, props for the playlist, man. I think they were actually playing the song when this place opened in 1990. And he started laughing. But uh, it was nice It's to comforting, though. But that first cup of coffee, man, that first sip, oh, so good. It's brilliant. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, podcasting again tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for downloading on our iHeartRadio player and the iHeartRadio app. And by the way, make sure that you leave us comments if you can. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.